Welcome to another episode of It's Just Pennies. This is the Stock Whisperer. Before you enjoy today's episode, let me just state this. I am not a financial advisor, so if you're looking for financial advice, please seek an investment professional. The episode that you're about to hear is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Hello, OTCers. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the different levels or tiers of the OTC markets. With companies working to become current before the, I think it's September deadline or even be a as early as June 30th deadline, it's one of those two. You might have to look that up. I don't want to be held too too accountable with that as far as that that hard date. But with companies being working to become current by that deadline that was given, and others are working on being listed to being able to be listed on the different tiers of the OTC markets, I feel like it'd be a good time to discuss the different levels. You know, we can discuss what they mean some of the requirements to uplist to some of the different and to some of the different tiers. For some of you, you might not even known that there are different tiers. You might have just been grouping all the penny stocks all together as pink penny stocks. For others, you might not have known what is required to be on each tier or to how to even uplist. So if this episode helps with either one of those, I'm going to personally consider that a win. Keep in mind, I'm bringing it or I'm breaking these tiers down from my point of view and from my understanding and knowledge. Now, if I miss out on one of the requirements, I apologize in advance. But again, I'm just sharing the information from my point of view and the knowledge and from the knowledge that I currently have. So with that being said, there's three different levels of tiers. One level is the OTC pink. Then there's the OTC QB. And then the last one is OTCQX. So what I want to do now is just break each one down in the same order I just mentioned them. For OTC pink stocks, those are also being known as the pink sheets. So when someone mentions a OTC pink stock, they also may use the term pink sheets. So you're able to swap the two as far as if you hear someone use one term or the other, they're still talking about the same thing. Now, the OTC pink stocks, they're the lowest of the three tiers. So for now, companies on this tier, from my understanding, they're not they're not held to the same particular disclosure requirements or standards compared to some of the major markets or exchanges or even the other OTC different tiers that we're going to discuss. Typically, at this level, you'll find companies that sometimes are delinquent that have been in what they call dark working to go current or even current, or they just have very limited information out there. Now, when you go to the OTC market website, you can find out the different tiers of that stock. And you can find out if the OTC pink stock, if they have current information or if they have limited information or no information at all, you can find that all on the OTC market website. Now, keep in mind when I say current, that basically means that they're up to date with all the filings. They're up to date with everything that's being required of the company to either report or reveal. When I say limited information, they are they're missing something. There's a guideline or disclosure that is still not that still hasn't been satisfied. So that's what they mean by limited. 
Typically, when you see limited, maybe a company suffering through financial distress, bankruptcy or accounting issues, just to name a few, you would have to maybe reach out to the company, maybe read some of their prior news reports or news releases or prior filings to be able to get a better understanding on why they are have been identified as limited information. And then the other one's no information. That's pretty straightforward. The company at this time has revealed has not revealed any information at all. So there's nothing out there that should be relied on at this current time that can't be identified as risky. Anything you see would be super risky because at this current time, the company has maybe been there in the dark. They're just not saying anything. They're delinquent and they have a lot to do prior to revealing anything on their end. Moving along, the next tier is OTCQB. This is the, the second tier. This tier is known more as the venture market. They're considered less risky when you compare it to the OTC pink level. Now, to be eligible for this tier, companies must be at a, a one cent price range or more. They can't be in bankrupt or foul bankruptcy and they need to have I think it's about 50 beneficial shareholders that each own about 100 shares and a public float in excess of 10 percent of the total shares outstanding they have paid their fees to submit and be on this tier which isn't cheap despite being a penny stock when you're a, a stock listed on the otcqb they have some protection that some of the larger stocks have that people just aren't aware of. They they're typically perceived to be better and more reliable and more stable than the pink stock, OTC pink companies. But to me personally, I know that's more of a perception. That's why I use the word perceived. And it's all relative because at the end of the day, it really depends on the stock that you're looking at, whether it's OTC QB or OTC pink stock. Along with that, keep in mind that the OT stocks that's listed on the OTC QB tier level, some of those companies are typically in the early stages and are developing in the US and international markets. So they're not just a US type of stock, they're also are available on the international markets. Moving on to the to the last one, which is the highest tier which is OTCQX. Again, that's OTCQX. Now with this tier, it's also known, it's the top tier, and it's pretty much known as the best market of the top tier. So, I mean, I don't, I've never heard any other nickname for it, so I don't have one compared to the other two, like Venture Market or the one I gave earlier. Now at this level, there are, quite a few blue chip stocks that are overseas at this level that you would have thought they are in a different um, exchange, but they are on the OTC market world, but they're just at the highest level, which is the OTC QX. If a stock is on this tier, they must meet certain qualifications. And these qualifications are very stringent. They're very, very Type, especially when you compare it to the other two tiers, where the whereas the other two tiers might have some uh, leniency, 
this one, there's certain qualifications and regulation requirements that they must uh, adhere to, which is some of them are, they must be current. Typically they have some kind of sponsorship from a professional third-party advisor. They must meet high financial standards. They report to the SEC or the uh, FDIC, which is known as the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Whereas with the OTC Pink, they have like the alternative reporting or the SEC as their options. This one does not have those same options. Along with that, the company must meet a bid price of $1 for 90 business days, which means and that 90 business days is preceding. And along with that 90 business days, they must meet the financial criteria for continuing to be listed on the NASDAQ as well. So that's something to definitely consider when you see a stock that you like in the OTC market world. Along with that, they have to be transparent. Whereas when you compare it to what I said earlier with the OTC Pink, they have the ability at times to go dark, to have very limited information. With the highest tier, you don't have that option. So you definitely have to keep that in mind. Now, some people might be wondering, like, why would, if they're doing all this and they're adhering to all these rules, why won't they just go to a bigger exchange? Why are they a OTC stock? And that's a good question. And from my understanding, some stocks just want to bypass certain expenses. Like it costs certain level of money to be at certain levels. And for some, they feel like they can use that money elsewhere. It's, I mean, they feel like at the end of the day, whether they're on one exchange or at one level compared to another, why use that money to be perceived a different way when at the end of the day, they can use that money to further improve their company. So that's pretty much why they do that. They want to bypass certain expenses, maybe other legal requirements and disclosures that some of those other exchanges have that the OTC don't have. Companies at this level, they are looked at very superior when they're compared to the other OTC tiers, especially when compared to the, the penny stock pink ones. And because they, they're perceived this way, there is considered or people think they don't have certain financial challenges that the OTC pink stocks may have, or they might not be involved in questionable activities, right? So with the OTC pink, if they're not revealing information, people might start questioning, what are they hiding? Why aren't they being transparent? So that's something also to keep in mind. Now that you, you know the different levels and some of the requirements between the two, what I want to do now is bring on CC Trades and ask her her thoughts on the different tiers and what it means to her. She may or may not trade based on these tiers, but it could be, it, it could be for some a longer hold based on how they perceive certain tiers and and how they hold them in higher standards. So welcome CC Trades. On today's episode, I talked about the different OTC levels, like the OTC Pink, OTC QB, and OTC QX. I want your perspective though. What do the different levels mean to you? And um, do you use those to determine whether or not you want to invest or trade on them? 
you know, they definitely do play a part somewhat. I would say, especially, you know, if a company, as far as OTC Pink, good to know that they are current. So you don't have to worry about the company getting current. But it is good also to be aware with them being current, you know, as far as with the dilution or dumping shares, you know, now they have more of the freedom to just, you know, dilute and dump shares. So that's something that's good to know. But also, you know, with OTCQB, say if the stock is at like trip nine or trip eight, trip five, or even in the double zeros, you know, or sub, you know, a sub penny stock, it is good to know if the company says they plan to uplist the OTCQB uh, because, you know, they'll be have, they'll have to be trading at a minimum of a one penny, you know, for the 30 day period, at least. So it's good to know that because if, you, you know, you can see maybe some value in that. If it if it's not there, if the stock is 10 times lower than that, you have a chance to, you know, take advantage. But also I will say it plays a part, but it's not always going to be my determining factor like that. Because sometimes I've seen companies say they're going to uplist to the OTCQB and they never do, you know? So it depends on the company too. And if they actually, you know, if they stick by their word and they do move towards that. Or say if the company is already trading at like 10 cents, and they say that they're going to, you know, become an OTCQB stock. Well, it's already 10 times higher than a penny. So it's good to have that tier. You know, it's good to have that status. But that may not mean for you that the stock is going to move. If it's already so much higher, um, that may not, you know, just mean that it's going to move. But, you know, it can be good to have that, of course. And then, of course, with the OTCQX, you know, that that's definitely, I would say that's a good tier. Because it's trading at 25 cents. So, you know, that's the minimum requirement, the 25 cents. So, again, if, you know, if the stock is pretty low, example, 005 or at a penny, then you have an opportunity, especially if the companies say that they are putting out pretty good information, real substantial, you know, evidence proving that they do plan to get to OTCQX, then you can take advantage of that. But again, if the stock is already safe, it's trading at like 50 cents, 75 cents, you know, it'd be nice to have that tier, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the stock is just going to go up even more because of that, if it's already over that price. Okay. So it sounds like you use it more for like a, uh, like a measuring stick type of like potential growth. If like for like OTCQB, if it's in the subs, you're like, there's a possibility in order for them to get over that one cent. It needs to go up five to 10 times as much. So that's an opportunity for me to earn up to that amount of money. But if it's already over that one cent, you're then reevaluating whether or not it's worth investing or trading in. Yes, definitely. Um, it can be, you know, definitely a growth opportunity. But again, too, like say if it's already trading at like five cents and they're going to get the OTC QB status, um, it could be good to have that status because that means that they, you know, they plan to at least maintain that type of price. Maybe, you know, they plan on having that. Um, some companies may want longevity, so they want to stay over that price. So it can be a sign of good faith, you know, give you some confidence. But it's, you know, it's just not always just so important to me. It just depends on the dynamic. Uh, what is the company doing as well? Um, They may be, you know, even if it's trading at five cents, if they get the OTC QB status. Who knows? They may have something planned and make it go to 20, 30 cents. So it could still pay off. Um, it really just depends on uh, the company and also their credibility, of course. Okay. As always, appreciate your uh, expertise and your your insight. It's very good to get a different perspective and uh, insisting and helping assist other people as they figure out what works for them. No, no problem. Definitely want to help. Um, you know, glad to provide input when I can. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Now for the ticker of the day. 
This ticker, I think by the time this episode comes out on Wednesday, we may know if SS Monopoly has been granted custodial ship. Currently with this ticker, there's about 2.2 billion unrestricted shares. It has moved very well over 700% in the last few days since the filing of SS Monopoly wanting to be custodians of this, this ticker. This ticker has fallen in line with all the other custodian plays and come off as hot. And which is very appealing to me. If SS Monopoly gets it granted, it could turn out to be could it could turn out to have a bigger pop based on some of the other SS Monopoly stocks that have had that same feel once they've been granted custodianship. Ideally, from previous experiences, if they are granted custodianship, they work on the filings right away to get current. And then they start providing updates. Maybe there's a merger or acquisition company or an acquisition coming. Only time truly would tell. This ticker is AAPT. Again, that's AAPT. This clues the ticker of the day segment. As always, if you can, please rate, write a review if the platform you are listening to allows you to. If you have any questions or topic requests, please email me at pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Again, that's pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. On the next episode, it will be another interview, another OTC stock talk chat session. They've been getting a lot of buzz and a lot of interest, and I just want to provide the platform for those to have a voice for any questions not everything's a feel good story right away, right? People are working to get that to that point. So I just want to be able to have the interviews where you can see that service motivation of hearing people who may start it with a little and now have financial freedom, as well as the therapy like sessions where we're talking to people who who have who are just now trying to figure it out and just helping them and walking through some of the challenges and and how to overcome those. This concludes today's episode. So other than that, have a good day and see you later.